Hey, y'all, today we are back for another question from the community. And today's question is, what are you doing to increase listeners? So I don't care whether you've been doing this for months now, if you are in the creation stage and you haven't quite launched yet, this is the question that I see most often. It's all about how do you grow? How do you get bigger? What do you do to increase listeners? So even if you had a fantastic launch and you have all of this momentum, the next natural question is, well, how do I not plateau? How can I keep going? How can I continue to reach more listeners on my end? Because I don't just want to be stagnant, right? I want to keep growing and I want to scale this podcast. So that is everything that we're going to talk about here today. So let's get right to it. Welcome to the Profit Podcast, where we teach entrepreneurs how to start, launch, and market their podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Profit, and I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Because if you've been thinking about creating a podcast for a while, well, I'm so glad you found this show. Think of this as the shortcut slash time-saving version of searching Google and YouTube for hours and hours trying to figure out the world of podcasting. Trust me, as a busy mama of three, I get it. You don't have a lot of time to be spent or wasted, I should say, searching the web, trying to find all the right ideas and all the amazing things that are out there, and you just end up overwhelmed. Trust me, I've been there, done that, took home the souvenir. But this podcast is going to help you in practical ways because twice a week we'll be delivering episodes that are going to give you steps to help you create a podcast your audience can't wait to listen to. So let's get right to it, shall we? So like I said in the beginning, I want to talk about increasing your listeners. That is the question from the community, and it's something that I see all the time. So I'm going to cover three specific things that you can do to increase your listeners. So the first thing I want to talk about is collaborating with people who have similar audiences. So in 2019, I participated in a few different campaigns where my audience was already hanging out. Either these were people that could potentially be my audience or people that they didn't even know. Like I knew they were the right audience for me, but they didn't even know that this is what was coming. Like I was coming at them. I'm like, hey, I've got like my secret weapon. I'm gonna come talk to you about podcasting. So that might not have been their intention. Maybe they signed up for something and they didn't even know that podcasting was gonna be a part of it. But I made sure that I zeroed in on exactly who my audience is. And I've said this before, but concentrating on exactly who you're talking to and understanding your audience on a deep level will it just opens up so many more opportunities because there are some things that I can see now that if this was, you know, in the very beginning of my podcast, I never would have recognized any of these opportunities as something that could lead to growing my listenership and increasing the number of people in my audience. But now that I understand exactly who my audience is, someone who like they approach me with a potential collaboration, I can tell them immediately like, yes, I want to work on that. Or this doesn't really align with 
my overall goals. And I know that that can be hard to tell somebody no, but I do this all the time. People approach me with a potential workshop or training or free, like they want to do this free course. They want even a Facebook Live. Like, and I know you're thinking, well, Crystal, that doesn't take a lot of time for you to go on live, you know, for 30 minutes or an hour. But yes, it does. That's 30 minutes or an hour that I'm spending in front of an audience that isn't aligned with what I'm doing. So I just want you to look at opportunities where you can capitalize on events and workshops and pod, even guesting on podcasts, being a part of people's lives. I see people go live on um, other people's Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. Like there's so many ways, like, and honestly, a lot of them are shiny objects where It sounds really cool to be invited to do some of these things and you're thinking, yes, and I know if you're just getting started, I've been in this place where any opportunity to do anything sounds exciting. You're like, oh my gosh, someone, like it's validation that you're on the right track and that you're doing these cool things. But if your audience isn't on the other side of their audience, then you're wasting your time. I know it kind of makes me cringe a little bit to say that because I don't want you to say no to every opportunity, but if it's not like you are so excited, you're so fired up to do it, then I don't want you doing it. Like I love the saying, if it's not a hell yes, then it's a no. So if you are super excited, like you know, like everything is aligned, this collaboration is going to be important, you're going to be able to add value to their audience and And in return, like whatever their promotions or their audience, like you're receiving some type of value. If that is not happening, then it's a no. It's a no. I don't care if it's your best friend, sister, somebody who like you owe them a huge favor unless they're paying you to do it. I mean, that's a different story, but I just don't think that you should do it. I don't. No matter, even if they have millions of followers, millions of followers, If your audience isn't on the other side of that screen or those earbuds or, you know, watching something, then you don't need to do it. So that's like number one. I want you to collaborate with people who have a similar audience or someone that you know without a shadow of a doubt there are potential listeners in their audience. And for me personally, in 2019, the most profitable organizations or collaborations that I did were with the podcasters kit because I was able to do a free masterclass for them and I actually increased man I want to say my email list grew by almost 200 people just from doing the podcasters kit that might even be where you first heard about this podcast but that collaboration was so vital to me growing my audience. I grew my email list. I grew my listener base. And I actually had a few students sign up for my program because of this collaboration. But I knew that it was a smart move. Guys, it's about podcasting. It's called Podcaster's Kit for a reason. And it was just a super cool way to meet up with other podcasters and learn from them. And it's just, it's a great organization. I really hope that they do it again in 2020 because it was awesome and it's very affordable and it's super jam-packed full of value. But one of the other things that I did is I was part of three very different virtual summits and um, 
two of them, I will say, were very aligned with what I'm trying to accomplish with this podcast. And one of them, I felt like I don't know that it was the right move, but I'm glad that I did it because, again, like you don't know if it's going to be that like, hell yes, like I love this, you know, unless you try things out, like unless you you start to, you know, kind of get your feet wet and you're just like, you know what, I did that. And this is a great thing to do, a great tactic to, you know, put in your toolbox is at the end of the year, go back and look at the things that you did and say, I loved working on this project. And then look at the other ones and say, I did not and I will not do this again. So be very mindful of the things that you do say yes to. But if you say yes to something and you realize later, like I probably shouldn't have done that, Take note of that. Make sure that you don't do that in the future, whether it was the collaboration or maybe just that specific audience, you didn't you know, get any traction from it. Just take note of it. That way you know going forward that that's not something that you wanna do. One of the other collaborations I did was working more strategically with Buzzsprout. And then um, now in 2020, I'm actually part of um, a brand new pilot program that they're testing out. It's the Buzzsprout Creators Program. And I'm super excited about it. There's some really cool things that I can't wait to share with you over the course of the year. But partnering with them is just as simple as I was just an affiliate. And what does that mean? That means I talk about them all the time. And I don't talk about them because they're paying me to talk about them. I talk about them because I genuinely believe in their podcast hosting site. Like I love it and I've been with them from the very beginning. So yeah, I don't have a comparison of what anything else looks like, but at the same time, if it's not broke, I'm not gonna try to fix it. I love everything that they've done from Travis coming on the show and talking to us. If you haven't, go back and listen to the best podcast hosting site episode I did with Travis, where we just dive into all things podcast hosting. They are just such a giving organization. And if you want to learn more about Buzzsprout, go to the show notes, crystalprofit.com slash episode 122, and you can check them out. And like I said, I love the support that they offer as a company, but also they want you to be a part of their community. And I suggest go and join their private, not private, their, it's a public Facebook group. I think that you have to like go in. It's free. Like it's one of those things. Like it's it's an amazing Facebook group that, and I'll link to it in the show notes, but it's all about collaboration and people asking questions. Like I see questions in there all the time. It's actually where I get a lot of the questions from the community is from this group because it's such quality people. And the people that are in there have such a giving heart to actually help people because it's either podcasters who have been doing this for a while or they're brand new baby podcasters who have no idea what they're doing. And it's almost like, oh, I'll help you, you know, not in like a pitiful way, but in a like, I remember being stuck. I remember feeling not as confident as I am today. And I remember wanting to quit, you know, whenever something went wrong or I screwed up my interview or I did this or I did that. And so that is what I love so much about this community. It's just such a great place to collaborate with other people. So that has been one of my strategic um, partnerships and collaborations of 2019, which is working more closely with Buzzsprout. And honestly, guys, if you have a service or a company, an organization within your niche, talk about them. Talk about them until you're blue in the face and 
they'll probably take notice. That's really, you know, I've had people ask me like, well, how did you first partner with Buzzsprout? And I'm like, I just, I didn't stop talking about them. If you go back to some of my very first episodes, I'm talking about Buzzsprout because that is how much I love this company. And I just, I truly believe in what they're doing. The people that work there have such a servant attitude, a servant's heart, and I just really appreciate it. And I take, I took note of it. So I keep talking about, I won't talk about Buzzsprout the whole episode. That's not what we're about here today. We are talking about increasing your listenership. But another organization that I sponsored with, or sponsored with, I partnered with, I collaborated with was Asa Collective. So if you are a female podcaster, I encourage you to go to awesomecollective.com and you can learn more about this organization. They are strategically in place to help female podcasters, sorry guys, this is just for the ladies, but to help female podcasters grow their shows and to have potential sponsorships. So I want you to go check them out. You'll see everything that they've done, but I partner with them and they have a online course and I did a section of their online course all about branding. So I'm gonna link to that in the show notes as well and you can find more information about it, but they approached me and they were like, hey, I know that you love to talk about podcasting, so me being my geeky podcast self really paid off here, but um, Shannon reached out to me. She's with Asa, and she was like, you know, I would love for you to do the branding section because I think you do this really well, and I was super flattered and kind of blown away, and I was like, yes, because again, it aligns with what I'm doing. It's an opportunity for me to talk to other podcasters, so I was super excited about it, and I just think collaborating with people and organizations that are similar to what your podcast is already about is just going to pay off. It's totally going to pay off because they're going to be filled with potential listeners and it's going to be a great way for you to increase your audience. The second thing I want to talk about when it comes to increasing your listenership is guesting on other podcasts with audiences aligned to yours. Now, this does not mean that you have to go onto a podcast that is exactly like yours or has your like cookie cutter exactly the, the same audience. You don't have to do that. But I think that it's great to go in with the mindset of they just have to be interested enough in what I'm talking about. So what does this mean? So for example, I talk to entrepreneurs. That is who my podcast is mostly for. And if I were to go onto a marketing podcast, there's a good chance there's some entrepreneurs in there. Or if I were to go into, um, there's a lot of like female entrepreneur, um, women who hustle, like that kind of stuff. Um, there's a lot of podcasts and different kinds of uh, shows, like whether it's a YouTube channel or a video show on Facebook. There's a lot of those different types of organizations and companies where I could potentially find my listeners, find more listeners within those shows because it's close enough. It's someone who could potentially be interested in podcasting. So I'm not just interested in convincing people who are already thinking about podcasting. I wanna talk to those people who maybe have never thought about podcasting as part of a marketing strategy for their business. Maybe it's just business people in general. Maybe it's small business owners. Maybe it's multi-level marketing people. Like 
There are so many ways that you can tie in a podcast to a business strategy. So get creative. Start thinking about like, what are some podcasts that I could collaborate with? I could actually go onto their podcast and potentially reach people in their audience and have them come listen to mine. So again, like I I preach this all the time. Y'all are probably so sick of me saying this, but value, value, value. How can you add value to these other podcasts and their audience? Because that's ultimately what's gonna be what brings them from someone else's audience into yours and how you get them to hang around. Because you don't wanna just be a one-hit wonder where someone shows up and they're like, oh, this is great, you know, yeah, cool, thanks, bye. You want them to come back every single week, every single time you put out a new piece of content because eventually you want to lead them down the funnel. You want them to be a client or a customer or just be part of your community, even if they never buy anything from you. I have so many people that are part of this community that probably have no intention of ever buying anything from me, but they like my personality, they like my honesty, they like my quirkiness, maybe they just like my Texas accent, I don't know what it is, but they keep coming back because they just like being here. They just like listening to me and hanging out with me, and I so appreciate that. So shout out to all of y'all who are just here to hang out with me because I love this, and if you weren't here, I would just be talking to myself. And it wouldn't be as much fun. So I love the engagement. I love your support and I appreciate it so very much. And the third tip that I have for you today to increase your listeners for your podcast is to plug your show every single chance that you get. And I know like there's a total, there's a right way and a wrong way to do this. I'm not telling you to be spammy. Spammy just makes me cringe. That is not what I'm talking about because I get spam messages all the time, all the time from people who don't know how to market themselves. They don't know how to market their business and they are literally like repelling me from ever even wanting to talk to them. And it's really stinks whenever it's someone that you know or like a high school friend of yours that you remember fondly and then all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, if I run into this person in the grocery store, I'm gonna turn around and run the other way. (laughs) You do not wanna be that type of person. But you do wanna talk about your podcast any chance that you get. So how do you do this in a way that doesn't completely make people have, like they're running for the hills. You don't want that to happen. You go back to value. You go back to value. And your podcast won't be for everybody. I've seen some posts where people get very upset. They're like, oh, you know, my family isn't supportive of my podcast. Like they're not listening to it or this and that. Well, you probably didn't make your podcast for your family. I know I didn't. I know there's, if someone in my family, I take that back. My mom listens to my podcast every once in a while because my mom has a podcast. Go check out the Edelful Gardens podcast whenever you get a chance if you're interested in gardening. So shout out mom, there's a plug for you. But it's just like, not everyone it, like that I know, like I have friends that would, they, they don't even listen to podcasts and that's fine. But if you have people in your social media, if you have people on your email list that can value from what you're talking about in your podcast, then talk about it. Talk about it. There's a good chance that they are there to learn about that exact thing that you've created this podcast for. So make sure that you're talking about it. 
every single chance that you get, but lead with value. Don't lead with, I have a new podcast. I have a new podcast. Here's the link to my podcast. Here's this, here's that. Don't be that kind of spammy person. Lead with value. What kind of value? So for example, what is the value that you're getting here today? The value is, what are you doing to increase listeners? So if you have a podcast, you're interested in increasing your listeners. That is the value that I'm leading with. I didn't start today by saying, hey, go listen to the podcast. I started with, I'm gonna tell you about how you can increase your listeners. And if you're a podcaster, that is something of value to you. So lead with value and never stop talking about your podcast. But that does it for today. So I hope that you found some value in how to increase your listeners. And make sure you go check out the show notes at crystalprofit.com slash episode 122. And if this is your first time tuning in, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate every single one of you. And if you are new and you haven't subscribed yet, then I encourage you to do that. Go wherever you're listening to this podcast, hit that subscribe button. That way you're notified every time we put out brand new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. And like I said, show notes are at crystalprofit.com slash episode 122. Make sure that you sign up for the free five-day Create Your Podcast Bootcamp if you have not done that already, it's going to show you how to start, launch, and market your podcast, as well as give you some insight into planning your content and some other just fun things that I think are fundamental to setting up your podcast and having it start off with some great momentum from the very beginning. But remember, keep it up. We all have to start somewhere. <laughs> <laughs>